The second coming is upon us, and Jesus has returned to earth. But before he can get down to the serious business of judging the living and the dead, he has to contend with an army of vampires that can walk in the daylight. Combining kung fu action with biblical prophecy and a liberal dose of humor, the film teams the savior with Mexican wrestling hero El Santos against mythological horrors and science gone mad, and also manages to address contemporary sexual politics. And did we mention that it's a musical? This sure ain't Sunday school. Me almost Corey. Me almost Paul. And we are Los the B-Movie Bros. Here are B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So this week on B-Movie Bros, as we continue through May and Luchadore Month, a luchador being a Mexican wrestler, we are reviewing the movie Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter from the year 2002. Let's jump right into this shit. You heard what the back of the box had to say. Let's hear what we have to say with our technical difficulties. Our top and bottom three. Paul, what do we start with? Start with the top this time. All right. So for me, the top three things. Number three, El Santos, the luchadore. He was the only useful companion to Jesus. Everybody else just kind of got beat the shit out of. He was over there like punching, not zombies, punching vampires and staking vampires and shit. He didn't go down without a fight. Well, he didn't go down at all. Number two, the atheist battle scene. This happens very early on in the movie. And it's kind of like the clown car gag at a circus where these people pull up in this Jeep 4x4 or a Jeep Wrangler or some tiny Jeep shit. And they start getting out of the car and like four or five of them get out. And you're like, oh, okay. And they surround Jesus and he beats the shit out of them. And then, like, ten more of them come out of the car, and then another ten, and then another six. And it just goes on for, like, six or seven minutes. And it's the only, like, true fight scene of the movie. And it's actually pretty good, pretty funny. Number one, the best thing about this movie is the title. Just listen to it. Jesus Christ, Vampire Hunter. So much potential. So much heat. So much violence. So much Jesus, but this movie, it doesn't use it right, but we'll get into that a little later. Paul, what are your top three? For number three, this movie was made in the style of style of a 70s exploitation film, which I personally liked. Number two, the fight scenes in this movie were pretty awesome. They were cheap and cheesy, but they were pretty good. For example, like you said, the atheist fight scene was pretty great. There were a few other ones thrown in there that were pretty good. Weren't the best thing, and they were really hokey, but I actually kind of liked them. And for number one, just the idea of Jesus fighting vampires is amazing. Like, there are some good Bible jokes and references thrown in there, too, but just the idea of Jesus coming back just to fight vampires, that's, that's pretty awesome in and of itself. Now let's talk about what was bad about this movie. For me, number three on my bottom, the characters. I don't care who they were. I don't know who they were. El Santos was pretty cool. Everybody else, I mean, Jesus, I'll get into him a little bit in a bit. But, you know, they just were very forgettable and very short-lived, every one of them, and quite generic as well. The mad scientist was just your typical, like, Nazi-esque mad scientist. The vampire girl was just your typical stuck-up bitch. The vampire dude was your cocky asshole. There was nothing more than a single dimension for these characters. 
Number two. Calling this movie a musical is an insult to musicals everywhere. There were two musical numbers, one of which was actually a musical number, and the other which was fucking beatboxing or, or skid rowing or I don't know what they call that shit. Um, bebop. He was bebopping. Star Wars bebop. Fuck it. It had nothing to do with the movie. It was more background noise than anything else. This movie was not a fucking musical. It didn't have shit, you fucking cock monkey. And you know what? Call yourself a musical again, and I'll slit your fucking throat. Number one, the use of Jesus in this movie. Okay? So, Jesus. Picture him. He's got the robes. He's got the beard. He's got the the long hair, the sandals. You know, all that good stuff. He performs miracles. You know, very holy. You know, rickety-rackety and, and the gaining followers and discipling and, you know, some good shit that you can use here. But no, no, we don't utilize that. Yes, we look and are dressed like Jesus for the first part of the movie, but then we cut off our hair, we shave to a goatee, we get some hipster fucking tight-ass clothing and jeans, and, you know, miracles? What miracles? We don't perform any miracles. We can't detect vampires unless they're biting our fucking throat. What good are you in this movie, Jesus? You are not Jesus. You are a fraud. You are a false prophet. And you know what? You know, maybe he can double himself for some ungodly, stupid fucking reason. But you know who should have been the star of this movie? El Santos, the saint. He was the true hero. Paul, what did you yeah. not like about this? I pretty much agreed with most of what you said. Um, for number three, this movie isn't a fucking musical. I don't know if these people have ever, have ever actually seen a musical or know what a musical is, but no, this is not a fucking musical. A musical has more than one song, or one and a half songs. Two, the plot was just, just kind of jumped around from place to place. This movie was really poorly paced and was kind of hard to follow. It's like, oh, we're here, now we're here. It's like, oh, well, when did that happen? What what about those characters? Oh, wait, they, they're dead. And for number one, Jesus cannot fight at all. He's constantly getting his ass kicked by vampires. What a waste. I agree with you that they completely used Jesus wrong. Like, they they had him just so they can say, we have Jesus fighting vampires. But they didn't know how to make that cool at all. So they're like, well, he's just actually some guy, but he's also Jesus. Like, what a waste. If you're going to have Jesus fighting vampires... Fucking have him fight vampires. Like, have him wield his fucking cross and, like, stake them with his cross and shit. Pull the, pull the nails out of your hands and jam them down their fucking spinal cords. I don't know. jesus he shit. I was expecting him to crucify vampires left and right, but there was none of that. This, this kind of... It was so disappointing. Even, even the only time they used the holy water. Jesus told two priests to go bless a lake. Come on, Jesus, you should have blessed the water or spit in their face or some something. You're Jesus. Your holy touch should be enough to kill these vampires or to at least harm them. And even that, there should have been, like, more funny Bible jokes or, like, quotes like, um, amen, motherfucker, or something like that. And they, they didn't use, they barely did any of that. You're a carpenter. You could have built a vampire trap. It would have been very simple for you. Used his magical carpentry skills to fight zombies or vampires. You know, I think I think this probably would have gone better as Jesus Christ zombie hunter. I could see that. I mean, really, Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter was a much better movie. I mean, even though it was so much inferior to the book, 
it was a much better movie than Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, which says a lot because Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter is a terrible fucking movie. That is some pretty low yet high praise, I guess. So, yeah, false prophet. Well, you know, we've told you a lot about the movie, but let's it's not give the you, movie we've been waiting for. Let's give you some examples of the dialogue from this movie with a little bit of a quote war. This is the empty house of your soul. If I'm not back in five minutes, call the Pope. Hello, Jesus. You don't know us because we've never talked to you. We're the atheists. Sorry, mate. My compassion ended at 6 p.m. We're here to take your second coming ass down. We're running low on flesh. I suggest we harvest another lesbian. And that ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have ever seen this movie for some ungodly reason and have a favorite quote from it, please leave it in the comments here on SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook at B-Movie, space B-R-O-S, that's B-Movie Bros. Or tweet us at B-Movie Bros, that's all one word. Or Paul directly at B-Movie Paul. You've heard the top and bottom three. You've heard some quotes. Let's just give it our final take on our shot scale, which, remember, friends, is a reverse scale. One to ten. One being the best, ten being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this movie? Paul? I give this movie a six out of ten. Man, you must have been high or something watching this movie because I gave it a nine out of ten. Wow, that is really low. How can you justify only six shots? All right, this movie had a great premise. Jesus Christ fighting vampires. On top of that, it played in the styles of a 70s black exploitation film. This, by all means, should have been a great movie. However, while it did have several good scenes, this movie kind of jumped around and would introduce characters just to kill them off soon afterwards. The main joke being that Jesus Christ was fighting vampires got old after a while when he realized that Jesus can't fight and may as well be just some random guy. There were a few decent Bible jokes, but overall... This movie just couldn't live up to its premise. Yep, I give it a 9 out of 10, because this movie had so much potential. Just listen, Jesus Christ, Vampire Hunter. But they wasted all that potential, because soon after the movie began, Jesus shed his signature look and became a fucking hipster. He can't fight, they don't utilize his miracle abilities, and the villains are so cliched, it's like looking up in the dictionary, Mad Scientist, or Vampire Bitch. I wish I could kill this movie with some holy water or drive a stake through its heart, but neither seems to work. So I am cursed with the knowledge and burden of this movie's existence and owning a copy. I did try selling it once, and then the next time I put Reanimator in my DVD player, it became Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. You know, I wish this on no one. <laughs> and I really miss my copy of Reanimator. Sounds like you've got some unresolved issues with this movie, some trauma from the past that might have affected your score a little bit. Uh, maybe maybe going to Catholic school for uh, so many years did that to me. But, I mean, at least it didn't have the same effect as uh, Dragon Ball Evolution did on you. Oh, God. So, let's move past Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. And childhood trauma. And talk about an A-movie companion for this. Because we know not everyone likes the same kind of shit that we do. Not that we liked this that much. And give a movie that's a B movie, an A movie companion, a movie of higher class and higher standard that's just the same movie. Now, for me, I think it's pretty easy. I picked the 1973 masterpiece, Jesus Christ Superstar. I picked the 2004 movie, The Passion of the Christ. Well, I have to say that I picked Jesus Christ Superstar because both movies take certain liberties in fictionalizing the life of Jesus Christ. Both movies are quote-unquote musicals, which 
really, Jesus Christ Superstar is a rock opera, not a musical. And fucking, you're not a musical, Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, you fucking pussy. And um, also, in both movies, Jesus does get the shit beat out of him, and he does get stabbed one way or another. Why'd you pick Passion? Both movies had Jesus Christ as the main character. Both movies had a group trying to kill Jesus. Jesus Christ, Christ Vampire Hunter had vampires trying to kill Jesus, and Passion of Christ had the Romans. Both movies had Jesus resurrecting someone. Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, Jesus resurrected his friends that were killed by vampires. And in Passion of the Christ, Jesus resurrected himself at the very end. And both movie ha- movies had scenes that went on entirely too long. Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter had fight scenes that went on and on and on and on. And Passion of the Christ had torture scenes that went on and on and on and on. And you could have cut like half the movie if you had just shortened either one of them. The film kept a rolling all night long. Whether we liked it or not. So yeah. And we I didn't. Mean, an A-movie companion. Passion of the Christ or Jesus Christ Superstar. Now if you want to forget about this movie just as much as we do. You could always follow our rules to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Here's some drinking games from myself and from Paul. Number one, every time there's a Jesus transition, drink. Number two, whenever one of Jesus' allies is defeated or killed in battle, take a drink. Number three, whenever a musical number happens, finish your drink. Number four, if you find yourself thinking, why the fuck am I watching this piece of shit? Take a drink. And number five, of course, because it is Luchadore month. Every time you hear the Luchador's name be mentioned or said in this movie, take a drink. Every time Jesus talks to an inanimate object that turns out to be either his father or his mother, take a drink. Every time someone is holding a Bible, take a drink. Every time someone dies, take a drink. And every time someone gets bitten, take a drink. Well, I think it's that time that we start uh, ranking the movies we've seen this month. So far, we've seen Plaga Zombie Mutant Zone and Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. I think it's pretty easy to say that uh, in the number two spot for me is Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. And in the number one spot is Plaga Zombie Mutant Zone. For number two, Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. For number one, Plaga Zombie Mutant Zone. By a mile. So, uh, yeah, next week, if you would like to join us, we'll be checking out the 2010 film, My Bloody Wedding, which not only features a luchador, but a robot. Luchadors and robots. It's ought to be good. It's kind of like Rocky IV, robots and boxers. So if you have any additional comments or questions on this movie or us, you can leave them here on SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook at B-Movie, space B-R-O-S, that's B-Movie Bros. Tweet us at B-Movie Bros, all one word. Or tweet Paul directly at B-Movie Paul, all one word. And for anything in the Pittsburgh area where we're from, check out our friends over at riversedgepgh.com. I just have to say, after watching this movie, I feel like I need to go to confession, because I just feel dirty. And on that note, friends, remember, until next time, be brave, be alive, be back next week.